three female entrepreneurs turn besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join their community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're your friends now. Hey, everyone. Let's fucking go, Ashley. (laughs) Let's fucking go. Welcome to our very first episode of We're Your Friends Now. I am today's host, Ashley. I am here with Katie and Elizabeth, better known as Biz. How are you guys today? I'm great. Fucking fantastic. (laughs) It's a great day. It is a great great day. day. And we're all super excited. None of us have ever hosted a podcast before. So We are just super excited to be a part of helping build a community. And today's inaugural episode, we thought it was only fitting that we call it Let's Fucking Go because we all get stuck in perfectionism loops. We're way too excited to just get this community started. So there's just no better way to kick it off than to just fucking go. (laughs) So um, Elizabeth... Why don't you tell us a little bit about like what is going on in your life this week? What are you up to lately? I pulled the lever on an ear piercing last week. (gasps) That's right. What did you get pierced? Where? I got, I I don't even know what it's called. It's, I got, so my kid, you see it right here? I like feel like such a baddie now for the first time Ooh. in my life. Oh, a little cartilage piercing. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. A little cartilage piercing up there. What's it called? I don't know. Up there on the top of your ear. It's your cartilage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it had like some fancy name. I don't know. Um, yeah, but Liv, my daughter Liv, um, it was her birthday and she turned eight. And um, it was, uh, she's always wanted her ears pierced and I didn't do it when she was a baby. Right. And so I was like waiting yeah. until she was old enough to really want it, you know, and also for me to be okay with it. And, uh, yeah. So we went, we went and got it done and we got the same earrings and she actually drew my That's dot so and she drew so the cute. dot and chose where to, where to get it. So we're suffering through the new ear piercings together. <laughs> do you, yeah. do you want to hear the like most teenage story about cartilage ear piercings? Of course. Please. So growing up, my sister is (laughs) my sister is three years older than me, and we were super close. We were latchkey kids. We had way too much time alone at home. And she wanted to get her cartilage pierced and was like, Why don't you do it for me at home? And we were like, Well, you know, pre-Google days, how do we do it? We're like, Well, that's a lot of skin. Like it need we can't use a needle. We need something that will like push the skin out. We took a mechanical pencil. (gasps) <gasps> emptied the lead out of it and I tried to shove a mechanical pencil through her ear I got like halfway and I heard this pop sound and I was like oh oh no this was a mistake, was a mistake. <laughs> and so our parents had to take her to get it done correctly that that night she had to go oh my gosh yeah it was I awful. have like I have like tinglys all over my body <laughs> yeah. I'm like traumatized by it I could still hear it oh I uh that's disgusting and also <laughs> why I took her to the um I actually made a post in like the Facebook mom group local one that was like where's the tattoo shop but apparently there's yeah. places now where nurses do the piercing 
Oh, and we totally, cool. we totally did it that way too. That's a cool bonding experience. Like what you just talked about with your sister. I had it kind of with Liv because like yeah. I was holding her hands, like staring intently into her eyes <laughs> as they like shoved this needle through. They're like, all right, now mom, make a funny face. And I'm like, man, y'all know what's up. So I'm not watching, but the whole time I'm like holding her hands. I'm like, this is such a fucked up bonding experience. And at the same time, like, Let's fucking go. <laughs> Wait, did you go first? Did you get your ear done before she got hers? No, they did a hers first. I'm telling you, I, oh. I was like, oh. you, you tell me what to do. You're the professional, right? So they like got her all excited about the earrings, gave her a lollipop, mm -hmm. and they'd spun her around backwards. And we're like, she's going first. I said, you got it. And I get it because after watching them do it to her twice, I almost chickened out myself. <laughs> but you know, I can't whip out to my daughter. Like this is insane. So that's exactly um, what I was thinking about. Like you, like if you're the first one that goes, you have to be all like put together, and you can't yeah. let her sing. <laughs> she's gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna get my ears pierced after mom cried. <laughs> You know, that's a really good point, though, about like the whole episode, right, with let's fucking go. And like sometimes it's someone else that goes first or that you're going yeah. together with. And yeah. I just got to say, like, Katie is that friend for me a lot of times. Um, a lot of times she's she's the one that I call and I'm like, hey, should I do this? And she's like, what do you say, Katie? <laughs> She's your enabler friend. <laughs> it's like an enabler. enabler. <laughs> she start calling you the enabler. <laughs> Only for certain things, though. <laughs> it's true. What's what? crazy about this podcast is that I feel like we started getting ready to do our first episode, and then both of you went to her best life, and yeah. it took us a couple weeks to get our feet into a schedule for like committing to recording this yeah so I would love to talk like I love this let's fucking go and I feel like her best life and what you guys learned there and what you both like committed to to kind of tease everybody a little bit is such a good example of like having somebody that like will hold your hand and you know like bungee jumping you grab the, the <laughs> hand of the person next to you and <laughs> as this said open your mouth bitch and <laughs> <laughs> like I would love I I unfortunately didn't get to be there so I'm uh vicariously living through both of you um and I think our listeners if you've never heard of her best life before like Katie why don't you give us like a, a the quick spiel what is her best life how was it what did you guys learn uh her best life is basically like a female mostly entrepreneurial group um and it's called an experience right because that's kind of the only way to really explain it. Um, if you don't listen to Empire Builders podcast, please do that immediately because those are all Absolutely. the women who run Her Best Life. Um, so what they do is put 350 women in a room together who all are entrepreneurs. And it's, it's truly, I mean, the best description is in the title. It's Her Best Life. So the difference between that and a lot of other conferences is it's not all about like, grind harder, go do this. You can do more. You can do more. It's 
step back, reflect, look at your mission, find your heart. What are you uniquely equipped and meant to do on this earth? Mm. And then look at all of these women around you who are going to support you and open doors. And then how can you open doors for them? Um, so it was like a really cool, just a really, really cool room to be in. Um, and there, the way that I keep explaining it to people is there's so much freedom. Like there was so much freedom to really examine you and who you are and what you want to do with zero judgment, whether that's like pile on more work or stay at home more. That's awesome because I feel like I've been to plenty of classes and things where they're like, well, you need to figure out what makes you uniquely you, what separates your business and your life from others. And then they don't really give you space or like even guidance, I guess, on how to do that. To have that space and like the freedom to explore that and to hear probably from women who have been on that journey their entire careers and lives saying this is where I'm at in figuring out what makes me. Well, and that's the cool thing. Yeah. What you're saying, Ashley, is exactly what my experience was in the room. And we talk about women entrepreneurs and there was a lot of variety in the room too. Like there Mm -hmm. were artists, authors, um, obviously a lot of business people. And so there was like a general understanding of experience that like journeys. So our journeys all look different, but all of us have had one. And it was so cool to just sit down and see and then just listen and just listen. Yeah. And there's so many in these conferences that like the people, you know, the nuggets you get are from the speakers. And I got so much just out of the other people who were attending by just hearing their stories. Opened it with this session of like raw vulnerability that was like, here's all of our shortcomings. Here's how this past year sucked. And like (laughs) it has sucked. And at the same time, these are my friends that remind me daily that I am not the suck and (laughs) that I am more than all of this stuff. Right. And it was like really beautiful because like you could see, you know, and it reminded me so much of us, if I'm being honest, um, because you guys do that for me, but it was cool to see that as an example. And then it was lived out throughout it. And so it was real life examples. And that's again, like, why I love you, Ashley and Katie. And yeah, but I, I love that about you guys because it's like you kind of have to have like your own independent shit that you've waddled through, right? Yeah. Before you really bring a whole lot there. And so back to this stuff, it was like all of them have waddled their own shit. They are where they are. And now it's that. And it's it's something about that level in that room. And I, I just don't want to discredit all of the women that were in attendance there. Um, because it definitely, it definitely drew, drew like-minded individuals that we, that we did or that I did. It's like, everybody wants it to go well, you know, and that's another thing like pulling the lever. Right. I think a lot of times we all get scared of that, that like, like, you know, we assume people are waiting for us to screw up instead of waiting us for us to succeed. And that in that room, it was just a room full of people. Or it's like I was talking about my investment properties, right? And um, Or I was talking about my business. And then I forgot to mention that I owned some investment properties. And so I kind of like low-key mentioned that on the side. And then Seychelles actually was like, oh, well, I assumed you did based on what you do for a living. And like that statement in itself, like assuming that I did 
and not yeah. that I didn't. And like yeah. that right there is like the simplest way of me articulating it. Um, and for anyone listening who doesn't know, Seychelles is one of the podcast hosts of Empire Builders and one of the hosts of this conference. Her best, her best life. life. Yes, okay. that we went to. So yeah. yeah, if you don't know Seychelles, she's an amazing person to follow and get connected yeah. with. It's such an interesting like nod to the way women create community and spaces. Whenever I'm at real estate conferences, it feels like the focus is so much on like, if you're going to be vulnerable, if you're going to share a thing of vulnerability, it's always, always, always past tense. And preferably you've also yep. already like had the success that came after that yep. to overcome the vulnerability. You know, yeah. like there's so many great That's stories where people point. are like, yeah, well, I was homeless and, you know, living out of my van and now I'm a multi-million dollar real estate agent. Right. Like that's such a great story. Like that's so, so powerful to hear what people have gone through. But after a decade of it, you're like, <laughs> is there anybody else that's in shit right now? It's kind of like, that's great and inspirational. And also like, what the hell do I do in this moment? And I think that <laughs> like, that's, that's exactly it is like, yeah. Gosh, so I cool felt energy. like completely like a big, warm Snuggie just surrounded me of this amazing female energy that I have dreamed of. And I have found in like glimpses of my friends across the country and people that I lean into and feel safe to be seen and vulnerable with. And it was just beautiful to be in a room full of people to just know it. You know what it is? I left there feeling hopeful. It was hopeful to of all of the women out there that I have yet to meet, that I am going to meet, that I'm going to amplify and be amplified by, and like that whole mission, that right there is a type of hope that um, I was really missing, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't think I realized how much I was missing it. And that goes back to this creation of this podcast, right? And all of us like pooling together. Um, and what it needs to be in the community. And so it's just, it. I I am completely humbled, grateful, blown away already. I mean, I didn't think I could be impressed at the level of impressed I am with their organizational <laughs> skills and the, the wealth of knowledge. Wow. That's there. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, truly, I could talk about it forever, but but I don't want to talk just about that. Um, talk just <laughs> I about do, that. I do want to make one more point about it, Go though, because it. this is kind of yeah. like my my biggest takeaway I think is like, and I don't like to always compare things, but since all of us happen to multiple conferences, most conferences that you go to try and teach you something or show you the way that you can change who you are to become better in like mm -hmm. whatever society's definition of. And so much of her best life focused on like, if you would shut up and listen, like you already know, and you already have it in you. And like, this is just more about finding the right people to surround yourself with who are going to amplify and bring that out of you. Um, and like, it was more about becoming great for you and what's in your heart instead of changing who you are. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't all be better versions of ourselves, but like, right. it was so different and not like, you need to change this, this and this to be successful. It was like, you already are who you are and that's good enough mm. to be here right now. Let's go surround you with people who are going to continue to speak, speak truth in you and remind you that you're great. 
That's such a great point. And you know, like what story, little anecdote thing, and I'll probably butcher it, but something along the lines is like a little one-line story that's like the same water that softens the potato hardens the egg. And Mm. that is kind of like what you're saying makes me think of is that if you are tuned in and listening to your heart, most of us already know the things we need to be doing or the things we need to be focusing on. And there's so much noise in the world around us that it's impossible to listen to ourselves. Yeah. And having people around you that will say like, you will already have everything you need to do what it is that you want to do, whether that's grow a bigger business or give back or start a community or, you know, do something that scares you. Like you already have everything you need and you just need people around you that are willing to help you see that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that honestly is what you guys have done for me for years. And uh, thankfully, (laughs) thankfully, everybody out there now (laughs) can see what it's like with us because we're your friends now. We should should name our podcast that. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be a great podcast (laughs) name? Today's episode of We're Your Friends is brought to you by The Long and Short of It Real Estate Video, a Facebook group for anyone interested in leveraging video in their business. Come join the community for all the free tips and tricks. No, I have, I had a really funny experience about it last night. Uh, One of my friends texted and was like, okay, I need somebody to tell me not to get this. Um, it was originally $1,200 and it's been 900 and it's right now marked down to 806. And I was like, wait, can we guess what it is? Hang on. Oh, okay. I was like, do you want my real opinion or do you want me to girl math this? And she said, Bo. <laughs> and <laughs> you can, you can guess what it is, but it's funnier because I was like, I am already so well equipped with all of my answers to girl math this specific item. It was not it was a toaster. Say, how is this another toaster right now? No, it's no. a hair dryer. Nope, it was a fancy espresso machine. I was even confident it was going to be my next one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I was like, You're I am so ready. ready. I am so ready. Locked and loaded. Espresso machines are basically free. And I was like, and with all the time that you're going to save in the mornings, not going to a coffee shop, you can actually sit and think about the business that you want to start so that, you know, now you're actually buying back time and you're going to make more money from starting a business just so that you can get the tax benefits of having an espresso machine. (laughs) She was like, I think I'm going to get it. I was like, well, my real opinion is like, (laughs) I could probably never, but (laughs) but good for you. You know, the only reason I, I always look at espresso machines and I'm always, always tempted, um, but I can never pull the plug on one because I've had in office espresso machines and they're fine, but you still want to go get a Starbucks sometimes. And they never, like, I think it's a user error because I can never make it as good as a Starbucks drink. Part of it might have been just like whatever espresso machine it was. That is my hang up with them. I would spend the money if I felt like I could figure out how to make it good. So she has 17 years of experience as a barista previously. So she's pretty confident. (laughs) She not make one with the spare parts outside. (laughs) 
You just tap into your veins at that point. Good. 17 years. Wow. That's amazing. I know. Sorry. I <laughs> help myself with that. That's incredible. With that, that's 17 years. She's definitely, so she's probably already got the frother. Like, can we grow my frother? Do you ask? a frother come with it? She probably right knows the right syrups to buy and everything. I mean, I yeah. Asked. Like, she's probably got it on lock. Dude. I have zero follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> or was it, did she buy it? I need to know. Like, it's awesome. I don't, I'll find out. That'll have to be, okay. All right. That'll be our next, our next episode update. Did Katie's friend buy <laughs> the espresso maker? She needs to let us know what they think. Yes or no? <laughs> yes it, or no? There'll be a poll. It was what, 800 and originally $1,200. <laughs> Would you, buy, would, you would you buy it? Would you buy it? If I had 17 years experience. This podcast and like, okay, we want to start a community. And nowadays, almost all of our communities are online. Like we all live in different yeah. places. And the way we're able to stay connected is through digital media. I mean, we've got our chats, we've got text and phone calls, which are great. But a lot of it is through media and online communities. And I almost feel like my struggle with that is that we forget that simply coexisting online is not community. Like no, just no, 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 no. listening to this podcast and then mm -hmm. turning it off and doing nothing does not substitute a community for you. Our right. hope and goal is that this helps encourage you to build community yes. and to use this as like your launching point and your, you know, when you say, I'm not really sure what adult friendship should look like. It's hard when you're an adult, you're busy. If you're an entrepreneur, like biz, you hit it on the head. Like we're just always going, going, going and thinking about business. And no matter what line of industry you're in, if you're an entrepreneur, it takes up your like whole being. It becomes yep. who you are because you're usually passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And you're taught to do it. Like you're yeah. taught to do it. Like you were yeah. taught to put yourself out there and it's like, and just be you right. And yeah. without the, the, the safe D lines in place, like you could very easily get sucked into the undertow. And that is again, like community there, like what you're talking about. And I love the fact like this whole podcast guys, like this whole thing spun out from the fact that Katie, Ashley, and I are so busy, quote unquote, that we don't ever take the time to check in with each other to just talk and like yeah. live and do. And then we get together in person and it's like, word vomit of like all of these things that have been going on and like let's get real vulnerable and then there's this amazing growth that happens just because we've leaned into each other and we've talked this concludes our very first episode of we're friends now part one head on over to part two to hear more welcome to the chaos that is adult female entrepreneur friendship we can't wait to grow and get better at this and provide community and value to our listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in and please go check out part two and we will see you there.